Welcome to the New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learnt and how they have handled their growth. We believe that we all have wisdom to be shared with each other and can learn from listening to each other's stories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you feel like leaving us a review and sharing the love, that would be greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome back to the New Monks podcast, episode 18. I'm Jay Muller, your host, and you can find me via the links below. And I'm really happy to be here to be talking with Shivani about her story. I met Shivani earlier this year in Mumbai, and we've been talking a lot ever since. And she's really been going through a lot of changes and just deep self-reflections. I think one of the big shifts that happened was one of her family members recommended that she see this spiritual healer who turns out was waiting for her to come for a few years and then she ended up being isolated in India, in Mumbai for lockdown, away from home and that forced a lot of moments and solitude and really, really a big deep reflection on what was happening in her life. She's also comes from the fashion industry as a model and has definitely learnt a lot through her job that has taught her a lot about life and now really realising that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and stepping into her power more now and recognising that, you know, she doesn't need to spend time with people who aren't also doing this work, this work on themselves because it can be such a journey, you know, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time to, to put that work in on yourself and to come to that recognition that actually I don't need to lower my standards for anyone. <laughs> That's an amazing, amazing realisation, to be honest. So yeah, I'm really happy to have Shivani here on the podcast. I feel like this episode is filled with a lot of wise words from this queen. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy the episode. And don't forget that you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, follow us on Instagram, and if you feel called to donate as well via our website, all the links are below. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for being here on this podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, how we start normally is if you could just take a few deep breaths in and out. Just gonna put this down. Okay. And then just tell us how you're feeling right now. Right now, <laughs> well, this took a little while. <laughs> this little saga. This little setup. So no, I'm feeling. I feel good. I feel okay. I feel like it's a bit of a strange time, just generally for everyone right now. But yeah, generally I feel okay. Mhm. That's so true. Such it is a strange time right now. <laughs> it is a strange time, but I seem to be dealing with it okay. So yeah. Actually, I feel like that's a good place to start because um, you were in India in the, when the lockdown hit, right? Yeah. So I went to India in January and then um, 
think this all started happening i'm not sure exactly when it started happening i feel like in india it was a little bit delayed mm. but then i got back to the uk at the end of june so yeah i did pretty much all of the lockdown in india by myself <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like we've been talking quite a lot and mm. i know you've been like on quite a journey of growth since then mm-hmm. but also i feel like it it wasn't necessarily the starting point of like this. Or maybe yeah. I feel like <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I um yeah, I did kind of like come across my path, if you will. Mm. I feel like a couple of years ago, or maybe a few years ago, when I mean I've always kind of been quite curious about these things. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm <clears throat> what I'm defining as these things. But um I feel like because of my culture and the way that I've been raised, like in an Indian family, we're quite well obviously my mum's very religious, but then also there's like a lot of spirituality in um my religion and in my culture, I feel, because um I was born into a Hindu family. So yeah, I've always been quite curious, but then I think about a couple of years ago I I came across somebody that was kind of like a healer. Um and I feel like from him, even though his job is to heal people, he ended up doing um quite a different kind of thing with me where I mean, I initially went in, I don't I didn't really need healing physically from anything, but I just went in because my cousin had gone to see him, somebody in India had heard about him and it just was kind of like this chain and then she said I think you would find him really interesting. So I went to visit him. And he kind of expected me to come, which to me was really weird. He'd almost been waiting for me to arrive for quite a few years. Um, and he told me that when, when I got there. Well, not really when I got there. I feel like he told it me like about a couple of months into us um, spending time together. And I feel through him, mm. I learned a lot more about spirituality. That's so crazy. So I didn't realise that it was from a connection in, in India. Yeah, so it was my cousin's. Um, sister-in-law, yeah, it's so my cousin's husband's brother's wife who had worked with him, and then it kind of, then she'd come here. She told my cousin he's based here, and then she went to see him, and then she put me in touch with him. But yeah, and then you had like quite a number of sessions with him, right? Yeah, I worked with him for about I think I worked with him for about six months, and this mm. was before I went to India in January. So yeah, I think it was about six months on and off. Um, but all in all, I did quite a lot of sessions with him. And then what would you say happened or like to you through those sessions? I think that he was just amazing at reading my energy and he almost knew me better than I knew myself. Um, which was weird because you have all these things that are going on inside you but for me it was just all like a big ball of like chaos and then he started to break things out individually and like kind of talk to me about um, about things and asked me like does this resonate do you feel like this and it was almost like he was reading my mind um, but also I just feel like he was really good at picking all those parts away from each other and helping me focus on each area to just like strengthen my mind and my perspective the way that I see things the way that I handle my own energy um, so yeah I saw a lot of a lot of like huge I saw a massive difference in myself after I started working with him mm. yeah well, did it bring you clarity in some way? Because you said it was like quite. Cool. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, th- 
I don't know, in my eyes, the way I see it is people have a path. Mm. And when I went to meet him, he said that I'm on my path, but I've just come a little bit away from it. And I think that's because of my job, <laughs> because of the industry um, that I'm in, which is um, I'm a model and I'm in, in, the, in the fashion industry. And obviously I've got a lot of friends, or I did have, <laughs> did have a lot of friends in that industry before this all started happening. Um, and I feel like, not to blame it on anyone, because ultimately all, it's all within you, but um, I think that I had definitely let myself go a little bit spiritually, and also I'd forgotten what it, what it was that I actually wanted out of life, which ultimately I feel now is to help. But then, when I went in to meet him, I was just a bit lost. <laughs> Like astray from your path. Yeah, very lost. I was very confused. Didn't really know what the point was and what I was doing. And I was kind of just living in this almost like rat race or just allowing other people to pull me in different directions. Again, it's nobody's fault but my own. But I did, it was me that was allowing people to pull me in all these different directions where actually now I'm a lot more. Um, grounded within my own energy if that makes sense can you talk a bit more i like that how you described it you feel like everyone has a past mm -hmm. i guess i say that because that's kind of what he said to me when i when i kind of met him he said you've fallen a little bit off but when i say for me what it means when i say is being true to yourself like i feel like a few years ago I wasn't really being true to myself I was kind of like here there and everywhere deep down I knew who I was and I like loved myself I loved what I was doing like I loved what I don't know like I loved I don't know if it's really making sense what I'm saying but deep down I knew that there was something that I needed to bring out of myself if that makes any sense but I was kind of just swayed a little bit because I, I think because of the kind of environment that I was in yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of a bit swayed by the environment, but actually, none of that really matters. Does that make sense to what I actually want to do now? Yeah, 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 because it's all part of getting you yeah. to wherever. Like, yeah, you know? I just feel like I was being pulled left, right, and center, and I'd yeah. just forgotten who I was a little bit deep down. And that's what I mean when by staying on your path is just being true to who you are. Mm. You know? That's really nice. I like that because I feel like a lot of times you can think of the path as a destination you know mm. and then it can get really confusing yeah for you me, know yeah i guess for me it's more just staying on track to like my own morals and values and i feel like i was off track because i didn't even know who i was if that makes sense you know yeah but that i feel like also what you just said there that's what this whole journey is all about knowing who you are yeah <laughs> takes a lot to learn that and yeah. I'm not even saying that I've like I know it now I just think that I'm in a lot I'm in a much better place than I was yeah a few years ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so he basically was a key holder I guess in some way yeah. for you he kind of brought me back to myself and like just made me question what it is that I want out of life yeah he made me understand who I am just by me telling him by him asking me specific questions you know about what makes me happy mm. but he would put me in scenarios like if there were like if you were in this scenario what would you do in this situation and I would in, so for example like he asked me if I saw a family of elephants um, and like there was like a um, like a mom and dad 
um, a little baby, a really cute little baby elephant and like a disabled elephant that was like a bit, um, couldn't really see properly or maybe was like deaf or something, was basically struggling. Um, and then he said, and then there's like this and that and all these like different elephants, he described them all, gave a little bit about their personalities and then he was like, okay, which one do you go to? Like, which one's the one that you go to? And without a doubt, like I would go to the one that needed help. Like I would be attract, I wouldn't, you know, the kid would be cute and I'd be like, oh, that's cute. But I would just want to give all my love to the one mm -hmm. that needed it, you know? And I think that says a lot about me as a person, but actually I didn't even realize that about myself. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was so pulled in all these di different directions with my job and I really let what I do define who I am. And obviously it's difficult being in this industry of fashion, um, you kind of like there's a lot of superficial things going on and it's like keeping up to date with trends and people's opinions on things that I believe now don't really matter at all um but then yeah I kind of got lost in all of that you know to the point where I can imagine it's really easy to get lost in that yeah especially when you're young you start doing it when you're like quite young you feel like you're very yeah. is the word impressionable yeah 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 Especially when you look up to a lot of people within that industry, you just feel like that's the be all or end all. Whereas actually now I feel like the be all or end all is just within me. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, what that process I'm just getting this. of getting to, to that realization, like how did that come? I think um, I just like learned to sit with myself in my own energy. I think sitting by yourself is like the most simplest thing but just sitting alone in a quiet room yeah. with nobody nobody talking to you and just your own voice in your own head there's no one to hide from you're not running away from anyone you don't have to act a certain way because people mm -hmm. are here you don't have to you don't have to listen to other people's opinions just to sit by yourself on your own gives you such an understanding of who you are it's uh, literally it was as simple as that for me i just sat by myself and i thought now everything's gone everything's stripped away i could be anywhere i could be any age i could be wearing any kind of clothes or anything mm. what do i want who am i mm. what's the point in anything mm. what makes me happy what really makes me happy you know and i started asking these questions to myself and then i started understanding the kind of person that i am and was that happening this year or? yeah i think that's happened more this year because i've had a lot of time to spend on my yeah. own so like i said when um this whole lockdown was happening i was in india by myself um and a lot of people thought when i was in india that i had family there but i don't have family in mumbai which is where i was based to have family in punjab who i'm not really in touch with um so i was literally by myself um i had one friend well i had a, i've got a lot of friends in india but obviously they were locked down in their own within their own families in their own houses um and then my one friend whose place i ended up staying at she is from london and she left as soon as she heard the word pandemic she came <laughs> home and i decided to like battle it out and i thought oh it's not gonna last very long or i'll be fine or i'll blow over i've come to india to work like i'm not gonna not do that now so i decided to stay and i ended up staying for such a long time by myself um and i just had to like be with my own thoughts mm. and be with my own energy and and like there was no one there and, and nothing there and i was literally by myself like all day to spend that much time on your own with not really anything to do because i wasn't working and there's only so many times you can FaceTime your family and friends without it just being like pointless. You do have to really sit down and like just thoughts start flooding in, you know? Yeah. 
without you even wanting them to. Yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, the mind, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I and mean, you have to deal with it. So all that happened in India. I'm really okay. grateful for it, though. That's really cool. I think that's really great because, you know, this whole lockdown, I think, it, it sounds like you really took that time to, like, you know, focus on yourself and yeah. reflect. Yeah, I kind of saw it as an opportunity. I thought, I wonder why I've been put here in this situation by myself. Yeah. And I always try and be quite optimistic. And I was like, I wonder what I can gain from mm. this experience of being here alone. Um, yeah. I, I felt like I was in a really unique situation because a lot of, well, I probably wasn't because I'm sure there's a lot of people that were like away from home. But a lot of my friends, I know I had the option to leave and come home and a lot of my friends did that. They just fled and went back to their houses. And I thought, what could be really easy now is going to a place where I'm really comfortable. My mum's house, where sure, I'll have, you know, somebody there giving me attention all the time. I can pop downstairs whenever I want to, you know, we can do things together. You know, I've got everything I need in that house. Or I can make myself really uncomfortable and stay here and mm. see what might happen mm. from me pushing myself outside my comfort zone. Because your mind is never going to want to take the hard route it's mm. always going to want to go for the easy option and the most comfortable option because that's all that it knows so for mm. me that was going back home and I thought I'm going to push this in hope that I'll gain something from it which I really do believe that I did even though looking back now if you asked me if I would do it again I mean <laughs> <laughs> I probably would because of all the stuff that I've gained from the experience yeah. but it wasn't easy yeah I think that's so. you your growth comes in a place outside of your comfort zone. Mm. And it's so true, it's easy to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think are the main things that um, you learnt in that period? I think it's probably um, the same for a lot of people. I think that I just really learn. I think I realised that I was just not really living Mm. Even though a lot of people probably look at me and think that I am because I kind of went off track when because I went to university and everybody got an um you know they went they went into they kind of went into a corporate job where they're working for somebody or you know they all ended up at Canary Wharf or they ended up like working for somebody whether it be like a is it a graduate scheme or something when you yes, gra graduate yeah, yeah. and then you go straight into a graduate scheme. But I went off and started modelling because I'd already been scouted as a model at university. So I think a lot of people probably look at me and think I have this really free life. But I feel like I was actually not very happy um, doing what I was doing. Or at least the way that I was doing it, if that makes sense. I was almost just trying to keep my head above water. Which probably isn't how it seemed from the outside, like I've said. But for me, it really was like that because... I didn't really have a plan. I didn't really know where I was going or where I wanted it to go. I was just doing it because it worked and because it worked well for me. So I thought I may as well just keep doing it because I would be stupid not to. And like, you know, for me to quit modeling when it, when it works is, would be very like, I felt like I'd be very ungrateful, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just carried on doing it. But when I was in lockdown, I realized that actually it's not that it makes, I guess it doesn't make me miserable, but I'm just not, mm. I just feel like I'm just, I'm not really living, mm. I'm just... And it maybe it's that sense of fulfilment. Yeah, I'm not getting that, that's yeah. what I felt. 
Yeah, that's great. I feel like, yeah, maybe there were some other people who... It really gives you the time to reflect, like, hang on, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, so I think that's the main thing that I just started to think, what do I want to do? Like, I've, I've been given this life, it's a mm. gift. Am I just going to keep doing... Like, how do I want to live each day, you know? What can I? What, what more can I get out of it? I feel like a lot of people have been through that. But yeah, that's the main thing. I think that's really big. What, um, is there anything you want to share like, with your modelling career? Because I feel like that, in general, is quite a difficult industry. And like you said, just being pulled in so many different directions. Like, and to find a sense of fulfilment within that as well. Like, just in general, that whole industry, you know, the way that it's fun, yeah. it's like, it's mm. quite... Yeah. I think I've, yeah, it is very <laughs> I've um to be honest I've got a lot of I mean I think I've been quite fortunate because mm. I have quite strong energy I feel um so I, I've managed to um maintain my mental health like very well but that's unfortunately not been the case for a lot of my friends who mm. may have started even younger than I did and have ended up you know I'm not here to like trash talk the modeling industry. I mean, I've been doing it for so long now, and I do love that. <laughs> I do, I do love it. I just think it's all about perspective and the way. Yeah. I think it's about holding your own within the industry and knowing who you are, and because you are constantly going to get people. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Projecting their opinions of you onto you. You yeah. are constantly going to get people telling you constantly you're constantly going to get people telling you you're not good enough or you're too this or you're too that or anything I mean fortunately I, I I've not really experienced it that much but I know that other people have and I, and I can't imagine like well like I can imagine because I've seen the things that my friends have had to go through where they've had like eating disorders and they've got like body dysmorphia and stuff like that um so I think that if you're going to model um, or just be in this industry, you have to have very thick skin mm -hmm. <laughs> and you have to just really know yourself really well and mm. not take things so to heart that other people are going to say to you because people are going to say a lot of things so you just have to, you know. Yeah, how do you deal with that? Um, uh, I guess it must have been something that also changed over time. Yeah, so. I mean, at the beginning, I used to take it quite literally, and I oh. used to always think maybe I'm not very, maybe I'm not good enough. I feel like yeah. all of us experience that at one point or another. Yeah, and in when, life as well. Yeah, in life, yeah. But with agencies and stuff like that, it literally comes down to your statistics. Your it literally comes down to like your body measurement. So you, you there so is a, there is like a, a distinct line between being good enough and not good enough. Like you're not tall enough, or you're not skinny enough, or you're not this enough or that enough, or you can only be signed to this agency because that agency wouldn't be interested in you. There's a lot of that that goes on now in 2020. A lot of things are different. It doesn't really matter. It, I mean, it's very diverse now. A lot of things have changed. I, it's not so like mm. you have to be this tall and you have to look like this there's all kinds of different models which is amazing but um yeah I feel like you just have to what was the question <laughs> but how do you deal with the constant you know people projecting and saying oh, yeah. yeah you just because I think that's huge just in general because I feel like in life that's one thing human beings love to do you know <laughs> project yeah yeah that's how you have to look at everybody you have to look at them as if they are just projecting their own insecurities onto you. It's yeah. not actually much to do with you. Yeah. It's more to do with them. For example, if somebody's really stressed out at a shoot and they're like, hurry, 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 get changed, get changed. 
it's not because you need you've done anything wrong or you need to get changed quicker you're doing your job perfectly fine it's probably because they're stressed that somebody that they're not going to meet the deadline it's always it's always within them you know it's it's very rarely about you um and if they're giving you an attitude and being like oh honey like you're not tall enough to be signed to that agency like um i think it's just that they want to get their own anger out you know mm. it's not actually it wouldn't actually be a problem like i sat with somebody once and this is one of the very few fortunately one of the very few bad experiences i've had in the industry um and she told me that all her models were six foot now i'm five foot eight or like five foot eight and a half and i know the minimum back then for being a model was five foot eight and she told me you have to be six foot to do whatever it was that she wanted me to do um and you didn't, you actually just didn't, because I, I'm friends with all the girls that ended up doing the job or the show or whatever, and some of them were even shorter than me, so it was literally that she just wanted to put me down. Yeah, literally. You know, because obviously yeah. I was up and coming, doing really well, she just wanted to yeah. put me down. Yeah. And it was about her fashion. own... Yeah, fashion. It was about her own insecurity that maybe I brought out in her. Yeah. Than it was to yeah. do with me. I was fine. Yeah. I could have done the show. It had nothing yeah. to do with me. Yeah. And luckily, I'm so strong-minded that I thought it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I mean, anyone that knows me, anyone that knows me, that's my friend, or anyone that knows me that's in the industry that that knows me knows that I've always really not been that bothered about this. Mm. You know, I've never taken it so seriously. Like I try not to let the job define who I am. Mm. It's what I do. It's not who I am. I love that. I've always been like that, and people say it's really funny. They're like, "That's why you do all right at it because, like, you don't really care." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, if you take it too seriously, I've never. I've just floated along. Yeah. But that. But again, that was something that I'm not happy with. I don't just want to be floating along in a job. I wanna. I wanna know. I wanna be doing something that I really love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I've just been paddling along for yeah. years. Like, oh yeah, I'm not that bothered if it ends. I'm not that bothered yeah. if it doesn't end, which also isn't a good thing to be doing. You know, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, it just sounds like non-attachment, which is, you know, like the big Buddhist principle because everything in life changes, you know. Exactly. But I do want to be attached to, like, something that I actually... Yeah, or maybe just a bit more, I don't know, like... uh, Just something more fulfilling. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think this is huge because I feel like what you just described is probably happens quite a lot in your industry. But also, it's just like such an awareness to be able to see that the way that other people are projecting it has really got nothing to do with you, you know? It's nothing to do with you. And I've learned that yeah. the more people I meet in this industry, the more I understand that better. It's nothing to do with you. Yeah. I feel like that. Nothing to do with you as a model. Everything yeah. to do with them as a person. Yeah. You know. So. Feels like the, the, that was like a bit of a training ground, was in, in some ways as well, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I do think I'm in the right place Yeah. at the right time. Like I, I've said to you before, sometimes I feel like a little mole and that like there might be a very specific group of people that I'm supposed to talk to. Does that make sense? Or teach things that I've kind of learned? Because mm. I feel like a lot of people in this industry or maybe people yeah, that I've come across yeah, yeah. really just don't understand... Um, just a lot, like a, a lot of things about spirituality. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people ask me, like, how are you so calm? Or why do you not care? How can I be like that? 
Yeah. Not saying that I'm the best or anything, but saying that maybe I could help, and I feel yeah, like yeah. it would be a very specific group of people. Yeah. So I do think I'm in, I'm in the right place. And also, what you said here about the way you handle it differently to other people in the industry. Yeah. I feel like some of those aspects that you have was just quite natural to yeah. you. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. I've always been like it. I've not really cared that much about... Mm. I'm not really attached myself to the job that much since I've been doing it. Do you, why do you think that is? You... I think that, um, I think this is deep, but I think it's <laughs> really deep. Let's yeah, go I think, deep. I think it was when my cousin passed away. I was about, oh. I can't remember how old I was. I was quite young, like maybe, I was very young, a teenager. And <clears throat> when she died, like she was my best friend and I did oh. everything with her. She was literally like, each of the cousins had like a, out of me and my sister, they kind of were like, that one's mine, kind of thing, and I was hers, if that makes sense. So when she died, I think I, the way I looked at life was completely different. I think I started looking at it as, um, I started living as though I'm going to die, does that make sense? Love that. I started living as if we're all going to die, she died, I'm going, we're all going, this yeah. isn't forever, nothing really matters. Yeah. I mean, I did start taking it to an extreme after she died and I started like really pushing the boundaries within my Indian family. Like, <laughs> I started dating a white guy, which wouldn't be appropriate and I was like the first girl to do it in the family. I, I lived out at university and that was massively frowned upon um wow. i started wearing makeup and like drinking alcohol and i never i never did anything that was like not i didn't like um i never pushed it that far I was, I'm, I'm quite like i said i'm quite grounded within myself but i used to play up you know a lot um and that's then i started modeling and i just kind of went a bit off so i did take it to a bit of an extreme to a certain extent however I definitely just started living as if like I am gonna die, mm. which is true. So I think because of that, I don't really attach myself to anything too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big lesson. How old were you? I think I was about. I feel like I might have been about thirteen. Wow. Or maybe younger. Yeah. I can't remember now. Yeah. It was around that age, something like that. Yeah, I was quite young. O old enough to obviously remember Never. her. Mm. But young enough for it to shake it all up. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it did shake things up. <laughs> it did, yeah. It did shake everything up. Yeah. It's crazy though, experiencing death, it does make you really reflect upon life. You know? Yeah. It does, man. Especially when it's somebody you're so close to as well, you know? Yeah. When you lose somebody that quickly... Um, it, it just makes you question everything. Because mm. one minute they're there, especially when they're completely healthy and fine, and then the next minute they're gone, it just makes you realise that nothing can be taken for granted, ever. You know? Yeah. Because nothing's, everything's temporary. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's a really healthy way to look at life, you know? <laughs> yeah. So since then, I've not really cared much about yeah. a lot of things. I mean, I'm starting to more now. Because obviously, like I think, like I said, I went the complete opposite way where I, I started to just be, have this attitude of I don't care about anything. Yeah. But that I guess that was my way of dealing with her not yeah. being here anymore. But yeah, you need to find a bit of a balance, don't you? Yeah, it's yeah, all about yeah. balance. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then you've mentioned this word spirituality a bit and I feel like sometimes that can be so confusing. 
Do you know? Yeah, I'm also confused by it. Really? I love it. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. Like when people would ask me, are you religious? I would be like, I'm more spiritual than religious. Yeah. But I don't even know what I'm talking about. Right now, I feel like it's all one anyway. It doesn't matter how you, who you pray to or yeah. how you, it's all about energy at the end. It doesn't really matter in what force or which way, you know, mm-hmm. it's just about you just, I don't even know if it's about you believing in something. Yeah. I don't know if it is. I feel like it's just about, I feel like it's all within you. Yeah. For me anyway. That's what I feel. What? What would you say spirituality means to you? Oh, damn. <laughs> I think spirituality to me means... <clears throat> damn. <laughs> I think it's... Um, I feel like it's about my... Your energy as, as an individual. Mm. Does that make sense? What do you mean by that energy as an individual? I like that. Like, I feel like spirituality is all about you as a person, your energy, and what... I don't know if it's about, like, what good you can do, or... Like, it's almost like about a journey. Mm. It's like a, it's a journey of life, isn't it, for me? Mm. It's about... I guess it comes back to, like, being on a path. It's just about your own journey, your own life. That's what it is for me. And the path that you said is about being true to yourself. Yeah. Mm. Nice. I think so. I guess I've just realised that in this conversation. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm. I like that though. Mm. Nice. And I feel like there is so much of that, just like, you know what you said about your own energy, like discovering it. Yeah. Rediscovering it. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. figuring out what happening there yeah and like I feel like you said, you said there's so much discover, like discovery that you've been going through well like, spirituality is such it's just wild because I feel like even in the world it's just taking it's like a trend now and you know it is a trend now <laughs> which is a good thing I guess because but yeah. I mean it is a good thing because it means that more people yeah. are becoming aware of it it's great yeah. um I hope it's not just a trend, though. Yeah. It's more of a way of living, you know? But yeah. if, if, if it has to be a trend for it to then become a way of living, then that's great. I can't complain. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it's just wild. It's like this whole part of discovering. Like, there's this... And really, really focusing and reflecting on yourself, because I feel like in the world, we're really not taught to do that. Yeah, we're not taught to do that at all. <laughs> to, like... Check in. What's actually happening in my body? You know. Mm. Yeah, we're not. I guess for everyone, it just comes up in different ways, doesn't it? Whether it be that you've made friends with somebody, like how I made friends with you, I learned all this stuff that yeah. I wouldn't have even thought about, and then I went to see that guy who helped me, and yeah. you listen to things, you read things, you learn yeah. things. The dots start connecting really yeah, quickly. That's so true. The yeah, dots start. Connecting. They do. They all start connecting. You're you're suddenly reading a book, and it sounds like. They're speaking an unspoken language, but you understand it. Yeah. You can understand it. I'm like, I get you. But not everyone would understand what they're saying. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's something. It's something that, you know, people are all going on. Mm. A lot of people are going on together. Mmm. That's so true. Because so many things resonate, you know. It can't be a coincidence. Mm. 
Yeah. And then you like also find the people as well come into your life and it's like, ooh. Yeah. Like, it's a journey. <laughs> it is a journey. It's a journey, guys. I love it. If you were to self-reflect now after this, meeting this guy and like... Although, I feel like a lot of your tools or whatever you want to call it, you learnt as well, just as a child, I feel yeah, like. I think so, yeah, I had to. I had to, love it. Mm, just survive. <laughs> yeah. Where would you say, like, you are now? Oh gosh, where am I now? I feel like where I'm like, I, I feel like I'm at a point of life where I'm gutting everything out. Like, imagine mm. you've had this house and like, it's all not nice and you want to make it really nice and you've got to gut it all out and get all that stuff out for it to then be like what you want it to be. <laughs> going through that right now mm. I feel like since India which was only like this year mm. I have realized there's so much work that I that I need to do myself that I want to do myself mm. and um it's hard it's like I'm it's actually a really fragile time at the moment <laughs> I'm quite sensitive and like mm. I'm realizing a lot of things about myself I'm I'm learning I'm journaling pretty much every day I'm writing things down I'm, I'm realizing things I'm working through things I'm trying to understand myself better and I'm trying to understand like my problems better and trying you know mm. integrate all this learning into my life which can be really overwhelming because you feel like this moment that you're in so for example the way that I feel right now putting all this work in discovering all these things about myself that I want to change um it can feel really suffocating and, and as though you're in a loop and and this is it like there's no light at the end of the tunnel but mm. I know there is because I know there is there has to be um, mm. um but it is really really hard like going through this phase of like putting in the work and realizing mm. so that's where I am right now I so. love that thank you so much for sharing it that's it's right. like <laughs> it's also I think it's like the shadows when you yeah. see the shadows you're looking at them all yeah and you're like how am I going to take all these guys on by myself but yeah. you can you just take them out one by one <laughs> I love it but it's hard man it's like yeah. right now I'm not I wouldn't I mean I'm a, I'm a decent friend but I wouldn't say I'm a great friend because I'm all like I couldn't be a great partner right now or even like a great child mm. right now because I emotionally in this moment of my life right now I'm finding it really difficult to support myself so I cannot be there for the people does that make sense that makes sense I feel that as well like I know. what when you're with me no no for me personally oh yeah like, I can't hold space for anyone at all right now I can that's also fine as well you barely know. hold space for myself I'm like Surviving, I'm in survival mode, like trying to fight all my little demons. A little, quite <laughs> <laughs> so it's really hard. Like, Love it. I've noticed that I found myself like really leaning on my friends and like my family right now. Mm. And I kind of have this like understanding, like, also, like, especially with you, where like I think people notice that I'm quite quiet or I'm not all there, you know, <laughs> I'm not very present because I'm, I'm probably like just processing a lot of stuff. You know, um, but I'm kind of in hermit mode, and I'm only hanging around mm. with people that I feel like can probably mm. understand that. You know, mm. so right now I think I've got like two friends and my mum and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My two friends and you and Andrea. <laughs> but I love this because it's like I feel like it's such a juicy point right now. It's just like revealing everything and then just realizing what's happening like seeing it really clearly yeah and then changing it 
like okay let's clear everything up like you said in the house do man it's a mess i want to like i want to thrive and i want to have like and i know i i know that i'm going to get to this point because i have had a really fun life and i've I've had like Mm. so much fun in my childhood and like in my in my teenage years like socially i mean and like i've traveled to loads of countries i've made friends everywhere like i know the kind i know who i am i know i know my personality i know that i love being around people even though i might not want to be around people right now yeah. i do believe that i will find that person again and this time it will be in a much more healthier way and i'll be thriving like i, I plan to have like yeah, to get myself right and then live the way that i want to live but right now i just need yeah. to get myself right do you know what i mean yeah 100 percent, and i resonate with what you're saying as well cause yeah i definitely experienced a similar thing like i was had loads of energy before you know was very sh- sure about it and then everything just shifted and it was like hang on a minute what's going on here yeah you have to find yourself again yeah with all this new insight and yeah yeah and and this time when we find ourselves it will be in a much more healthier way. Yes. Because back then, even whole. whole, yeah. Because back yeah. then I was having so much fun and I was doing all these things, but deep down I wasn't happy with who I was. Mm. Whereas now I'm getting everything out and I feel like now is a perfect time because of everything that's going on. Like yeah. work slowed down, the whole world slowed down. Like what better time than to really sit down and figure yourself out than, than now? Um, yeah. And that's what I'm doing. And like, build the foundations like properly <laughs> yeah properly so that you can actually be there for people around you and for yourself so, yes because right now yeah. I'm, you know and before maybe i'm not really much used to anyone if yeah. i can't if yes. i haven't figured myself yes. out that's what they say don't they you have to help yourself first before. yeah and i think this is huge because yeah. it's again it's like we're not taught these things we live and you can you can live your whole life being swayed by everybody else mm. and all the other projections and not really figuring out who you are. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can. And right now, I, I already feel so much stronger in myself. Mm, love There's that. so many things that I just would not put up with that I may have put up with. Yeah. Not even that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I've, like, changed a lot of things of, like, what's acceptable and not acceptable. For yourself. For myself, yeah. yeah. Like, my standards for myself have changed. People. That's a big one. <laughs> That's the first thing I did when I said I got started gutting. I literally gutted out people from my life. Mm. I've stopped talking to so many people. It's unbelievable. And when you're doing it, you feel like you must be mad. Like, mm. cutting out so many close friends. Because mm. you must think, well, mm. if all these people are bad for me... I'm not going to have anyone, mm. but sometimes it's fine to mm. have no one. Oof. It's hard, it's hard, but when you're in India by yourself, you realise you are by yourself. We come here alone, yeah. we go alone, and actually, <laughs> you know, it's it's better to have peace with not that many people in it than to have people in it and just be having pointless conversations with and toxic yeah. being in toxic situations and people making yeah. you feel bad about yourself because obviously yeah i've had that my whole life especially yeah. because of this job i've had a lot of people that are projecting stuff onto me that they don't like about the industry or yeah. maybe that they don't like about my job or um if i do a certain job it may bring out unfortunately i've experienced this a lot with friends who are girls where me doing well within my career has made them feel bad about themselves as a woman I've just got to make money and put food on the table, you know what I mean? I'm doing a job, but mm. because it's a mod, because I'm a model and because it's a, it's so glamorous mm. and lovely, it literally will make some people, whether that be other models or friends that aren't even in the industry, 
feel insecure about themselves. If I've like got beautiful images back, people will not be happy for me because it makes them feel not beautiful, which mm -hmm. is so sad, but also so toxic to be around, yes. you know? Yes. That's so unfair on me, yeah. <laughs> who's trying to do a job. And I've put up with that because I felt guilty for those people, whereas actually, it's got nothing to do with me. Yes. You know, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. I don't even really care that much about this job. But even if I did, yeah. even if I loved it and it was my passion, I still shouldn't have to sit here and be like, oh, I'm not really that bothered about it. There yeah. are, you, you can also be bothered about it and love what you do and it can be okay that you're in a job where you're, you, you're gonna do beautiful, be part of beautiful projects and you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. And then it's also like t taking on that uh, projection from other people because they're feeling, you know, people project it onto you. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need to deal with that. I mean, you're quite a sensitive person like me. You will yeah. take it literally and it will like make, you know, I'm quite empathetic as well. So yeah. it will make me feel really sorry for them and think oh, I'll put myself in their shoes. Oh, yes. I must have made her feel yeah. so bad with these images that yeah. I, I yeah. posted on my Instagram. Maybe I shouldn't post things like that because it will make X, Y and Z feel bad. Yeah, and so, like you said, it's like, fill your own cover up, like, yeah. Yeah, I've started realising that, not, you know, a lot of people have to do a lot of work on themselves, <laughs> including me, but we all do, we should. Yes, so true. It should be, like... So true. It, it's essential for everybody to put the work into themselves, and, and I am investing so much time and energy into myself now that I won't accept to be around people that aren't doing the same. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hang out with people. Rewind. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I was gonna say it again then. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna be around people that aren't putting the work in. And I'm not being rude yeah. or nasty. I'm just saying like, damn. That you have to. There comes a point where you have to protect yourself. Do you know what I mean? Oof. Yes, one hundred percent. It's hard, man. And I 100%. can sit here and honestly say that I am lovely. I'm that. so nice and Love loving that. and like sweet to everyone around me. Yeah. I want nothing but for everyone yeah. to just be happy. I want the best for my friends, the best for my family. I've, I've got so much love to give to people that it's such a shame that there's been situations where I've just not gotten that back, whether that be boyfriends, friends, people I work with, family members. Preach! <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm just at uh, a point where yeah. I just wish well and love everyone. I put, all, I put all this work into to just be so happy for everyone around me even if somebody's doing like tons better than me like growing up my mum like she's a single mother me and my sister you know she's got me and my sister and the rest of my family are quite wealthy obviously we were not because it was just me mum my sister and she's a single mum and she's also disabled so she couldn't work so as you can imagine <laughs> we were like the odd ones out in the family who were all around me and extremely wealthy wow. if they got any amount of money or any progression within their finances or any anything like a promotion at work we would be nothing but happy for them you know like we would want them to have more even if we didn't have a lot we would still want everyone to have more mm. and to have that not you know wished for you mm. not mm. only by those people because my family are great but just by friends, yeah. and pe you know, yeah. I've worked so hard to on myself and in yeah. my career, it's such a shame that 
people just can't give that energy back so I just yeah. can't be bothered yeah 100% I agree with like I feel that's so strong for me as well because yeah. like you said I feel like I'm definitely an empath as well and it's like it's like when it's so mad and I think this is such a big part of the journey because other people I've interviewed as well it's like number one thing is the people in your life yeah you start to reassess it and all of a sudden it's like hang on a minute this doesn't make sense anymore mm. and then because when you start changing and growing all of a sudden it's like hang on why am I accepting this poor behavior yeah, you know exactly and you if you're anything like me you almost become allergic to those people yes. It yes. becomes so, it's become so bad for me that I yeah. can't even sit with some people who I used to just want to be around all the time and I just can't even get through a three minute conversation yeah, with them no. anymore because the stuff they're saying, whether they're gossiping about someone or bitching about someone or comparing or putting other people down or laughing, like, I just can't be yeah. like those people. Whereas before I used to think, oh, maybe she's like... Yeah insecure and that's why she's like that I would come up with any 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 excuse mm. or maybe he's like sad and that's why he mm. doesn't want to work you know or maybe yeah. it's this and that's why he's lazy I would come up with any reason for anyone but yeah. you do that all day you know definitely I think <laughs> you just need to hire your standards sometimes unfortunately yes. and just yeah. sit with people that have the same yeah 100% and I feel like um what's that phrase my friend loves as well your vibe attracts your tribe yeah <laughs> and um it's important to have the compassion, I think, for mm. other people, mm. but still, it doesn't mean that they, it has to dictate the way that you feel because it yeah. will treat you, you know? Yeah, no, you should, it's fine, yeah, you're right, it's absolutely fine to, to look at people when they're doing certain things, like, you, obviously you can't fix yeah. everyone yeah. and you can't help, you can't push them to put in the work for themselves and yeah. we're in environments, like, I'm at work around people that um, I have to kind of switch off from, you know, mentally when, yes. I, when I'm around them, that's fine. But I'm also not going to choose to spend yes. any of my time yeah. with those people yeah. outside of what I have to do, which is yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go on, go for lunches yeah. with friends that aren't, that are constantly putting me down. Yeah. You know? I think, yeah. I appreciate, to make myself feel better. appreciate your honesty here. I feel like this is such a big thing and a big part of the journey as well. Mm. And also, just also like to become whole again is to like, because there are so many, like we all, like you say, we're all doing this work, you know, and this projection thing, it's just, it constantly happens throughout your life. Yeah. And then you do get to a point where you realise, like, hang on a minute, I love it that you were like, you know, I'm a nice, kind person. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just like, yeah. And then you, the people that we come bump into in life, it's not no, everybody is yeah, like that. Not everybody is like that, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but then because you're so nice and kind, you end up making up. Exactly. So really, it is like figuring out, actually, you know, these are where my boundaries are, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really. Definitely. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to take a moment. <laughs> um, is there any, like, I feel like what you shared here about your upbringing is quite big. You know, it's just like a big reflection to see, like, how, you know, again you are quite adaptable to changes in life, you know? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share on that? Like, I don't um, know, just in general. <clears throat> on my childhood, mm. <clears throat> I think it was difficult, as, as most people probably are. <laughs> and I think that, um, yeah, there's loads of things, I guess. About my childhood, that's what made me adapt easier to change. 
I guess if you are like in a situation that is quite toxic <laughs> mm. you almost like don't really expect much from mm. life does that make sense yeah so then you you almost like um I don't know like whatever you get you're like happy with and what and then if things are changing you're also cool with that for me personally yeah because I'm I don't I'm whatever I'm given I'm just grateful for mm. because I'm not really used to much yeah because I've had quite a not toxic childhood but difficult childhood yeah I mean I just said I had like a great childhood I meant socially <laughs> like I had sick friends okay okay, okay used to okay. pay out all the time like yeah couldn't have wished for a better childhood in terms of like socially mm. I had so much fun like honestly I had like really really mm. fun friends but at home things were hard mm. so I think that I mean maybe it works both ways maybe it also makes it quite difficult for me to adapt to change because I'm also so used to things kind of being in a certain way you know it does make it does make you it kind of like changes the way that you see life you know how sometimes you see people and it's like you're wearing rose rose tinted glasses it's kind of like the opposite for me I would kind of look at I kind of sometimes look at life and just think of everything as really depressing and like dim because that's kind of what I'm that's like my format if that makes sense it's like what a I'm default used to. default yeah. yeah sorry default for me you know mm, interesting but yeah you kind of have to step out of that so it goes kind of both ways yeah I feel very grateful for the life that I have now because I'm not, I've not really, um, I feel like I couldn't imagine that I would have the things that I have now based on the childhood that I had. Um, mm, and like yeah. the experiences that I've had, I've got, to, I've got to travel so much through this job and like meet all these different people and all this kind of stuff. Coming from that childhood, I really wasn't sure where I would end up, to be honest, um, yeah, because emotionally I was just like a mess. So I just really just didn't think I would survive, and I think a lot of people that looked at um, I looked at my home situation probably would have agreed and thought the same that I really wouldn't have survived or would have just ended up like not very mentally and emotionally strong. So I'm quite proud of how I am now, um, and for that reason, I think that you know I don't know it kind of goes both ways with the changing. You know, some days it's harder, and some days you're just grateful, and yeah. if things change, you don't mind because you kind of feel like it's all borrowed anyway mm, so you're that. like if, if I had to if I had like a physical problem and I couldn't model anymore I'd just be grateful for the fact that I've been able to do it for so long and I've had so many wonderful experiences from it yeah. so I would adapt to change quickly because I would be like actually like it doesn't yeah. matter because yeah it's sad but it's almost like I wasn't deserving of that in the first place does that make sense really yeah. kind of so I would just be like ah, got it, got it, got it, if yeah. it changes it doesn't really matter yeah. because I'm just so grateful that I got to experience all those yeah. experiences but then on the other hand change can be quite difficult because I guess you're defaulted to like just see things quite negatively based on your childhood mm. so then when things change you can look at it from a negative point of view I don't know it's different each day isn't it yeah I don't really know if what I said made sense yeah that's interesting yeah, I feel like we, you know, we've sp spoken a bit about, you know, just going through... It's mad, isn't it? It's like we have to pick up the pieces from our childhood and, like, put ourselves back together again. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And you also have to, like, dive deep into your parents. Yeah. And Oof. understand why they are the way that they are. 
Yeah. And, uh, you this, know. This, this is the work. <laughs> you're also doing their work, you know. Yeah. It's putting in the work for them. You grow up and you end up figuring, well, I ended up figuring that they're, they're kind of like children themselves. Oh, both I of love them. That. I love that. Now I'm ending up like. I feel like. Putting yeah. pieces together for them. I feel like this, I've heard other friends saying similar things about yeah. their parents. I feel like we're in a stage, like, just as human beings now when we're realising, like... Yeah, and it's not their fault. No, it's not. It's not their fault. It's the way that they've been brought up. And then it's not their fault because yeah. it's probably the way that they've been brought up, but it all comes back down to us. Or yeah. at least in my family, like, I feel like me and my sister are trying really hard to yeah. put the work in to change things. And I feel like that's such a powerful place, what you just said, it comes down to us comes down to us I feel like it comes down to a lot of us right now my 100 percent and mm. like I, I feel like you're it sounds like you're you know you're taking it seriously and you like you said you want to you know you're going to get to a more wholesome place and but I'm just wondering why do you think that is like because some people see and there's the shadows and they ah you know it's too scary because I I believe that I'm a fighter Oof. <laughs> Love there ain't it. no way that I'm not gonna get to the light at the end of the tunnel, and Love if that. and if I <laughs> and like I'll die trying. Do you know what I mean? Oh my god, I love it. it sounds like we're like filming for a war movie or something, <laughs> but I will die trying. Like, mm. what else? Like, if I if it's something that bothers me and it needs changing, mm. and it needs work, and if it takes my whole life to get there, mm. then let it take my whole life to get oh there. Oh my god, I love that because it probably will. Like, yeah, let it. You know? I, I I want children. I want a family. Yeah. I want I want to get married. Even yeah. though a lot of people that I work with constantly hear me being like, I'm not getting married. I do deep down want to have a family. I think me saying that I don't want all that is like, it's like you know I'm I'm saying it because it's a defense mechanism. You know. Yeah. yeah deep yeah. down, obviously, every little girl mm. or most little girls based on the way that like society has like made us think about marriage and, and children. I do want a family and I feel like if I want a family then I need to be in the right frame of mind to have a family. I do not want my mm. children to have mm. to go through what I went through growing mm. up. And that sounds like yes. quite cliche because I feel like a lot of people would say that but I don't want that for my kids. And yes. if if they're gonna be like that then I'd just rather not have them so I feel like I have a lot of work to put in because I so owe it to them yes the responsibility I owe it to them I'm I'm not gonna be you know not responsible when it comes to my kids I love that and my partner it's not fair yeah and myself it's not fair yeah and my friends for anyone yeah. anyone that's part of my life it's not fair I love that we owe it to ourselves or ourselves to the people around us to our future children to our future partners mm. or the partner that we're with now like Everyone should put the work in and yeah, yeah. So that's kind of why I do it. I feel like that's so powerful. It's like, like we deserve it as well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I do believe there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I know there is because I've had, like I said, I've had really fun and good life experiences. Yeah. If I can, if I have the opportunity to do that again, which obviously I will, like I'm in my twenties, you know, yeah. I've got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. If I have the opportunity to do that again with the mindset that I'm in now, even just with the mindset that I'm in today, yeah. it'll be great. Let yeah. I learn the mindset that yeah. I'll have when I'm in six months or one year's time, when yeah. I feel like I've made, you know, I've gutted a lot of things yeah. out. Can you imagine going back to yeah. having all those fun experiences again, <laughs> like going on holidays with your friends or, um, I don't know, anything, yeah. like anything, going out or... 
you know, having birthday yeah. parties, whatever. Like it's like we sink deeper into ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like also what you said you're a fighter. That came from like your upbringing. Your, yeah, yeah, my mum's a fighter. Mm, okay. Naturally, I'm a fighter. My mum's mm. mum was also a fighter. Mm. You know, they've put up with situations with their husbands that were mm. terrible. Mm. <laughs> All the women in my family are fighters, in one way or another. My aunt's a fighter, my cousins are fighters. Like, we, I've, I've been raised by a pack of women. <laughs> Love that. Very strong women. It's <laughs> so fun. funny. Yeah. A lot of men that have come into our family or are even associated with our family, the first thing they've noticed is just this overwhelming energy feminine energy that's like very strong that comes from the women you know i've been raised by these strong strong mm. women mm. you know so uh, yeah and i love what you said about like um just doing the work from like i just love it you know this is our choice now like we can change the narrative going mm. forward yeah we can we can and we are i think yeah and we will we are yeah we can that's just so powerful. <laughs> cool, I think, yeah, we can wrap it up now. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, I don't think so. I think that um, I could give one tip, which I think is really helpful and has helped me a lot. I think that journaling <laughs> is really helpful. Nice. I think just getting things down on paper, because a lot of people are like, where do I start and how do I even do this? I know a lot of people suggest meditation, which I think is a great way to sit there with yourself and it things pop up into your head and yeah it's really good to work through things and it's good to just have that space to relax and it sets your day off right but getting it down and physically writing it down on a piece of paper helps you understand so many of your problems like I bet a lot of people watching this or and me you we're so good at giving other people advice mm -hmm. but we're not that great at taking it I'm brilliant at giving people advice when it comes to me it's like I can't see I can't see the situation, I don't know how to function, I have to call my friends and be like, Jess, help me, like, this has happened, what do I do, or run downstairs to my mum. Whereas when you write it down and you have conversations with yourself, whether that be in your journal or literally you could even just stand in front of the mirror, mm. you're really good at, you're probably really good at giving advice. And mm. I feel like when you've written it down and you're mm. having those conversations with mm. yourself, it really helps you. Love that. Forward. I think also it's like a stream of consciousness that comes up out that wouldn't necessarily come out if you're just yeah. talking or you know it's really time mm. especially if you do what I've started doing recently which is literally not even trying to because I'm quite systematic with the way that I journal I'm like I want to do about this and this mm. and this and it has to be about what I've started doing now is just free writing it, anything yeah. that kind of comes into my mind oh that one's like insightful yeah. love that because when you put pen to paper and you just openly write it's very insightful you learn a lot of things about yourself yeah areas maybe that you can work on you know yeah so yeah journal amazing <laughs> and then actually i just want to ask you one last question to finish yeah what does freedom mean to you what does freedom mean to me <laughs> i feel like freedom for me is <clears throat> breaking the chains that are within <laughs> oh shit the ones that so are within good. not That's the ones so that are the ones that are within, because I'm not that. It's all whatever's in projects out. I love that, because I feel like it's all within. Mm. And I feel like there's a lot of chains mm. that are tied up within mm. that I have broken loose or I'm mm. currently doing. And love I feel that. like once I've done that, I'll, I'll, I'll be free, because then I'll be free to yeah. 
to act how I want to act, to yes. to talk how I want to talk, to to hold myself the way that I want to hold myself. Yeah. You know, once I've worked through all those things that I want to work through, so yeah, yeah. we change within. Love that. <laughs> I read something the other day. It said something like, you know, um, you can't cage me because my mind is free. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> cool. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Amazing story. Loved it. Really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>